Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Bold Statements, Not So Bold Predictions, where we've got receipts. I'm your host, Keith Cork, along with our newest Atlanta Hawks fan and my co-host, Mr. Trey Hill. How are you doing this morning, Mr. Trey Hill? <laughs> I, I'm good. The Bulls are 4-0. Yeah. No, I absolutely. will not let the Hawks... I'll rant about the Hawks later. Yeah, yeah. They, they let you down, but, uh, but hey, they won. They won, was it last night or the last game they won, so... Uh, and this morning, everybody, we have another person with us. We are so happy to be joined here by the one and only Mr. Adam King. How are you, Adam? Uh, yeah, look, I'm 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 good, guys. Um, as I said, this is pretty weird doing a, a podcast late at night for me and early for you. It's normally the other way around. Um, so it's it's odd. I need to sort of control my my tone of voice a little bit because everyone here is in bed. <laughs> Understood and not a problem. Actually, everyone's still in bed here too, but uh, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta gotta be a little quiet there as well. But no, it's uh, we're excited to have you on, man. Obviously, Adam King is with our fantasy division over at Hoopball, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about fantasy today, which I'm pretty excited about. I play a lot. I know, Mister Trey, uh, you don't really play, but uh, but you do follow it a little bit. So I, guys, I did actually join one league um, <laughs> there at the very end. So I I am a new fantasy player. He's trying to get in on this fantasy action. Well, we're going to have to get you in on that fantasy pass with Hoopball. But anyways, guys, if you've never listened to BSBP before, we place wagers on NBA game outcomes, player props, futures, and much, much more. We aim to be right more than we're wrong, uh, which I think everyone is, which is easier said than done. Uh, this is just a quick episode, but Adam, ding, 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 ding. My, my little uh, soundboard here has gone haywire, but uh, here's your stack of 100 creds here. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and, and see here. Let's review where we're at with our um, credit rating. Uh, Keith, myself, I am at 100.7 uh, on the season. I know I, I think I hit one and missed one last one. We'll go ahead and recap that in a minute. And then Mr. Trey, uh-oh, you're at 98.3. You got to rebound, my friend. You got to get up there. Uh, no, you got a lot of stuff out there that's uh, that might hit, but um, you know, hopefully we'll get some good calls going here now. But uh, Adam, why don't you tell us a little bit, man, about what you're doing this season? Um, you know, a little bit about your history with the with the NBA. You're, you're in. Um, uh, overseas, you're in Australia, right? Uh, so, uh, how'd you get into the NBA game? What, what's your history like with that? Um, yeah, so I guess growing up, I, I played a lot of basketball, um, and obviously the the NBA wasn't as accessible over here um, when I was younger, which was many, many, many years ago. Um, so I grew up sort of during the um, probably got into it in the early '90s. So um, the Bulls, Jordan, that that's what it was all about over here because we, we sort of – we only saw what the media wanted us to see over here and, and that was all about the Bulls during the 90s. So um, so Jordan, in, in my eyes, is the best and um, – I mean, we get into that argument with with people all the time. I, I, I see think, why have, you invited him on the show. <laughs> hey, you know, you're not going to get any arguments on this show about Jordan being the goat. But uh, yeah, go ahead, continue. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. So look, it was um yeah, just playing basketball. It was just the, the NBA was what you watched. Um, got into basketball cards pretty heavily in the '90s as well. Uh, then probably sort of went away from it a bit. I guess as I as I got older and um. I don't know, got a job and all that sort of stuff. It's sort of basketball became secondary um, and then got back into it probably about oh, eight years ago, eight to 10 years ago. Um, just started watching it a lot more and 
had a few mates that played fantasy and they, they said, would you be interested? And I didn't know anything about it. So I just joined a league and, and played with them for a couple of years and, and, and really enjoyed it um, and started writing some weekly write-up type things just for our league. Um, and I just thought, look, this is really interesting. I really like numbers. I really like basketball. Um, I love stats. So I uh, contacted um, Josh Lloyd, who does the the Locked On uh, fantasy basketball stuff and Basketball Monster. And um, I knew he was an Australian, so I just ha- reached out to him in the hope that he would get back to me, and he did. And uh, he, he sort of gave me some ideas of where I could, where I could start. Um, yeah. Did a bit of writing for him. Uh, and then just followed a path sort of through a couple of different companies. Um, and eventually Dan Vesperus reached out to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, he just sort of, he'd seen some of the work I'd been doing and that sort of thing. And he just reached out and said, would you like to come work for HoopBall? And and here I am. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and uh, one thing that always amazes me about Josh Lloyd is how accessible that guy is, even though um, he's got a million things going on. I can't believe that he's always like, He's so active on Twitter, I think is probably the biggest thing, um, which really surprises me. That's just that takes a lot of um, I don't know what it takes. It takes a lot of it, though, <laughs> to be to always be on Twitter because Twitter is quite draining a lot of times. A, a lot of energy. Yeah. a lot. There you go. A lot of energy. It's, it's really yeah. Nice. Yeah. Look, I mean, he for he, it's his full time job. So yeah. I know he does sort of 12 to 15 hours a day. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. fantasy basketball and but he is very accessible um and like for instance the other night um when was it earlier in the week i think um just in a league that i'm in with with some mates um and they listen to his stuff all the time they just sort of jokingly in, in our group chat they just said imagine if we could get josh lloyd to, to come on and do a video just for our league where he talks about because it's a weird league the settings are really odd and, and that sort of thing and i just messaged him and he said yeah man of course so <laughs> he came on and did a video on this guy's youtube channel he's only got about 20 followers on on his youtube channel um but that's that's the sort of kind of guy josh is like he just yeah. likes talking about basketball so yeah that's awesome um, yeah um well anyways you you haven't really uh obviously wagering is not really something that you're is in your purview you're, you're more of a fantasy guy but you said you know you kind of ha- talked to some of your friends about it here and there about some bets they're trying to put out there uh i know you had a chance to look at our, our wager sheet before we got on so was there a few things on there that you kind of liked that you you thought maybe was a good chance to hit uh yeah so so sort of had a, a scroll through um and and some of the over-unders i think for the for the teams i like the hawks um mm-hmm. winning so over 46 and a half games i think they'll be over 50 mm-hmm. um so over i like 50. that one Ooh, my yeah, bold statement yeah. in the preseason was 50 so uh, over 50 i like that <laughs> yeah i think over 50 um uh so so i like that one uh and the magic who are under 22 and a half mm-hmm. i think probably coming into the season i would have said under mm-hmm. but they've looked okay like i don't they're not going to be they're not going to be great but um, I think they might scrape in and get sort of closer to 25. Okay. Um, 25 wins. Um, another one you had there, Otto Porter, over under 35 games played. Um, yeah. I just think with the role he's playing with the with the Warriors this year, he, he's only some games he's playing 15 minutes, other games he's playing 25. So I think he'll be managed enough that he probably plays, I don't know, 50 games at least. I, I think yeah. he'll be 
it's pretty safely over that 35 games. Yeah, obviously you've got a little bit of an advantage over us because um, you know you've seen a few games here, but uh, that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna still let you ride those. And uh, he's taking Trey's side on the on the Orlando Magic, which uh, yeah, after seeing a few games, I might I might have to hop over the fence there too if we do another walk it back. So uh, I, I get that; those are all good bets. Uh, we're gonna put you down for those, man, and and hopefully they hit for you. But um, I, let's I, do- I jumped on the Hawks bandwagon just like you said about yes. the Magic last show. I I was the one who had the under. 46 and a half and then i took the over last show because i'm i bought it on the hawks i picked them on my on my picks Mm. and then they let me down yeah yeah obviously when you guys are out there doing regular bets through sports books they're not going to let you cancel bets or jump on the other side of bets but here on my show uh, our show i should say uh you know we can do that because we run we run this crap so uh it's awesome so anyways let's do some betters or more Trey. let's recap our bets from last show uh, maybe you don't want to do that, but I do. <laughs> but uh, no, we had uh, I had Minnesota Timberwolves minus six. And you know what? I'm, I'm kind of ticked off because I wasn't able to actually put that bet down in real life on the sports book I was looking at. Uh, I had to grab them at minus seven. So I, I got a push in real life. Oh. But on the show, I'm going to count this as a win because I did call Minnesota Timberwolves minus six. They won by seven points. Um, they were actually it was actually a really terrible ending to that game. Uh, I don't know if you were watching or, or saw, but um Nas Reed ended up following somebody on a three a Devante Graham on a three-pointer uh, uh at the very end and it was a point obviously a pointless three a three-pointer because they were up um what uh nine points yeah they're up nine points luckily Devante Graham only hit two of three shots so I did get that push in real life uh but I was kind of pissed I mean what's the point of following that guy you know he probably wasn't going to make it um if he does make it then I I, I push on in the on the show and lose in real life so I guess Maybe I'm happy about it. I don't know. But anyways, so I ended up uh, winning on the show, ended up uh, pushing in real life. I also had Suns plus two. The Suns did not show up for that game. Uh, it was a back-to-back for them, but um, I had done some research and saw that they actually won four out of seven back-to-backs on the road, so road back-to-back, uh, a road game, and then a road game the next day. Um, and uh, they were four, four and three in those uh, scenarios last season, but they didn't come through for me this time, so I, I did lose that one. Trey, what did you have going on? I just had uh, the three-team parlay. I needed Chicago to win. They beat the – I believe it was the Pistons. Mm-hmm. Or no, it might have been the Pelicans. I'm not sure which team. Uh, like you said, Pistons. Minnesota, the Pistons. I needed Minnesota to win, which mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. And then I just needed the Atlanta Hawks <laughs> to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Hawks were fresh. The, the Cavs were on the yeah. second night of a back-to-back. They were missing their starting point guard in Garland. And the Hawks still managed to lose that game. I think they had they gave up runs of 21 straight points and a separate run of 13 straight points. They still only lost by six, but uh, it was <laughs> I was I was so confident in that in the Hawks. They were the they were the one where I was like I I can lock this one in. The Hawks are gonna win. I was really worried about the Chicago and Minnesota picks, and then so, those are the breaks. Yeah, and Adam, I know you don't wager a lot, but that is uh, that sound that Trey just made is quite, quite frequent in the, in the gambling world uh, because you really think – because last night I had one actually um, on our wager pass. I actually bet I parlayed um, the Celtics minus minus 0.5, so that they just had to win by one point. They did, obviously. They went overtime, but they won. And then I had the Timberwolves money line against the Pelicans because the Pelicans are just absolutely dreadful this season. Um, but of course, you know, the Timberwolves just played like absolute dog poop. 
Um, so I, I lost that one. It was a plus 162 uh, bet. I thought it was a good bet. And uh, I went three and one, but that was my one miss. So I'm just going to go ahead and fixate on that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, it, yeah, you have to let these things roll off your back when you're uh, when you're placing wagers. So uh, don't worry about it, guys. Even the best cappers in the world only hit 55% of the bets. So uh, we take it. We move on. But uh, because we love it so much, love it so much. Most of our bets, guys, are made on my bookie, and that's where the odds for our show are generally. Um, some my bookie's been a little slow this this year in getting lines out, so some of these might be from other sports books on the morning shows, just so you guys know. But my bookie generally is what we're going to go with. Uh, we're always finding odds and in, in, in lines that we like on there. My bookie makes it easy. If you sign up and enter the promo code Hoopball, that's H O O P B A L L. You get your first deposit matched halfway up to your first $1,000. So if you put in $1,000, you get an extra $500. But, Mr. Adam, we have you on the show, man, and uh, I don't get a chance to do this a whole lot. I'm a big fantasy player. I'm actually in six leagues this year, um, and they all have different formats. I'm in two dynasty leagues. I'm in a nine-cat roto. I'm in an eight-cat roto, um, and I'm in a nine-cat head-to-head, just a a home league. So – uh, I think I'm missing one there, but anyways, uh, so I'm in a lot of different leagues. So I, I want to pick your brain, man, about some of these fantasy players that I've got, I've been looking at. Um, let me ask you about, first of all, Mr. Kyle Anderson over on the Memphis Grizzlies. What is going on with his role, man? What is he out of the, you know, out of the rotation? Is he just not getting the usage? I know he's not playing a lot of center this year and that that's kind of, uh, effed him up a little bit, but what, what are your thoughts on Mr. Kyle Anderson? Um, yeah, look, I mean, he had a good year last year, which no one really projected. So coming into this year, I think people sort of were still riding riding the wave of that. But I think last year was probably the outlier, not not what we should expect. Um, so, yeah, look, I mean, the Grizzlies, they've got Jaron Jackson back this year. I think that's probably the biggest factor in, in his reduction in playing time. He's not out of the rotation completely but he's probably only going to be playing, I would think, probably under 20 minutes a game, um, which isn't enough for him to have fantasy value. So he was drafted in a few leagues. I wasn't I wasn't going near him. Um, I was I was high-ish, uh, higher than a few others on Stephen Adams, um, which which is the the next name you want to talk about, I think. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's and I mean part of that is just I really like Stephen Adams as a player and um, Mm. the fact that he's from down our way, he's not from Australia, (laughs) but from New Zealand. So um, yeah, I, I I thought Stephen Adams would be a really good fit. um, Stephen Adams seems to, I thought he would fit well with John Morant. He played well with Westbrook, uh, that that explosive guard who maybe, you know, isn't necessarily a three point shooter, but I, I thought Adams was going to fit in really well there. Well, I think we can all all agree that the um, Stephen Adams Zion Williamson pairing was just like, what is going on here? I, I never I never really bought into that. Um, but yeah, he's having quite a resurgence over there um, with with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. He's actually getting quite a few assists. I haven't I'll have to look up exactly how many, but um, he's he's contributing in more ways than one. He's uh, obviously an awesome screen setter. So, um, but yeah, Kyle Anderson out high. You you're high on Stephen Adams even in the preseason. You were saying. Yeah, a little bit higher. I think he was sort of seen as a player that maybe you you don't draft in standard leagues, but but I wasn't that low on him. I didn't think he'd be he'd be sort of ha- have as much of an impact as he has had. Four point um, seven assists on the season yeah. per game, by the way. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so look that 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 isn't 
probably – I mean, I, I thought he would get a few because he, he is a good passer, um, and so they can run him in that high post and run the offense through him. Um, almost, I mean, it's not the triangle offense, but it's yeah. it, it's it's utilizing um, his passing ability. And we've, we're actually seeing a few teams do it this year. So the Spurs are running a lot of their offense through Jakob Pertl as well, mm-hmm. um, and he's averaging almost five assists a game. So um, – yeah, no, look, I just think Adams is, is a, a good fit there. Um, Jaron Jackson looks healthy. Um, they've got Brandon Clark, who I really like, but even he's not getting great minutes. He's only getting 18 minutes a game as well. So, um, yeah, Anderson, I think he can be dropped in fantasy leagues. Um, there's no reason to hang on to him. But Stephen Adams, um, yeah, I'm interested to see if he can keep up keep up what he's doing and, and I think after last season he 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 just wasn't invested in that team I don't think his role it, w- it wasn't a good role for him um so I think he's probably really enjoying having the ball in his hands a bit more um and playing on a team that that is winning and, and has a chance to actually get to the playoffs that always helps obviously but uh no, let's move on um let's go to mr pj washington he is actually dropped in one of my leagues and i i swooped him up um i just think this guy's too talented to really um he was hovering around like i think 23 24 minutes a game uh and obviously he's injured or, or ill now i can't remember exactly what it was but um tell me a little bit about mr pj washington what are your feelings on him um yeah a little bit like you i guess it's been i, I mean i wasn't super high on him but mm-hmm. i thought he'd be better than this like yeah. uh, he he hasn't looked looked good they haven't used him um i i thought i mean plumley's there and and i think we we all thought plumley would be the starting center but they would only play him sort of 24 minutes a game um and you'd then get washington playing the other 24 plus some minutes at power forward um but it hasn't turned out like that so I've seen him dropped in a lot of leagues uh, and, and we've had the question a lot in our Discord um, server of should I drop him, should I pick him up, that sort of thing. So I, I'm still holding him if I can um, because it's only been three, four games, whatever it is that the Hornets have played um, and he didn't even play today. Mm. So I'm holding him if I can. Yeah. But I'm not sure the upside is high enough that, that you need to like if someone a really hot free agent came onto the wire i'd be okay with dropping washington to pick him up yeah mm. i think i i think i dropped a matisse thiable for him so it's like you know i dropped somebody yeah. at the end of my bench so that's kind yeah. of a, a good move there um so yeah he actually had a night right uh, right knee sprain is why he was out down illness so i was a little wrong there but uh hopefully he recovers from that soon and does some things for my fantasy team but no you're it's awesome you're talking about the discord um, guys, if you're out there, if you're listening, um, you know, get Adam's insight, get a, get access to Adam, get our, our hoop ball fantasy pass. It's just $5.99 a month, and you're just going to go dominate your leagues with this, guys. Um, you get to bug Adam in the Discord, like you said, just like he's your buddy. Uh, go sign up now, guys, at hoop-ball.com. That's hoop-ball.com. $5.99 a month. It's totally worth it. But, uh, yeah, I, I get to pick this guy's brain, too. He's he's helped me out. So I'm um, sorry, everybody that's in leagues with me. Uh, but you can get access to this. It's, 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 it's open to you. But uh, let's talk about Mr. Chris Boucher, Bobby Boucher. Um, what let's just, you know in general let's just talk about the rotation of the bigs in in Toronto. I, this is my biggest miss because I'm always he's got such huge upside in permanent mm-hmm. production. Uh, I end up drafting him I think in like maybe fifth sixth rounds 
uh, in a couple leagues. So um, tell me, t- talk a little bit about Mr. Boucher and how how slow he's been starting off here. Yeah, look, it's I'm unlike Adam Stephen Adams. I'm probably a bit lower on Boucher um, only because I think even last year when he was breaking out. Um, it was pretty clear that Nick Nurse didn't have a lot of confidence in him. Um, yeah. He 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 would sort of he would bench him at every opportunity, um, and and so I just wasn't set that his role was going to be big enough. Um, he's a lot older than people think, so he's he's 28 or 29, I think. Yeah. So he's not a young guy. Um, so I mean, you could argue that he's not a part of their future. Uh, they've got uh, Precious Achua, who has looked okay um, as their starting centre. He's sort of looking a bit better each game. Um, they've got Siakam to come back still. Uh, Scotty Barnes has been really impressive, um, their rookie. So uh, I'm just not sure he gets the minutes. I know Dan would disagree with me on this one because we disagreed today in Discord <laughs> um, about it. Um, I, I'm okay with dropping Boucher, oh, wow. Dan, Dan oh. isn't. Yeah. Um, but again, a, a little bit like Washington, I wouldn't just be dropping him for the sake of dropping him. Um, I think you, you'd have to be getting a, a player who who sort of got some upside and a and a guaranteed role. I wouldn't I wouldn't just say oh, Boucher is just annoying me. I'm going to get rid of him. Um, but and, well, I think one yeah. one of the reasons you guys might be on the divide there is uh, I know Dan's more of like a games cap roto guy, and I think yeah. you're more of like a head to head kind of guy, right? You yeah. like that 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 format a little bit better. Yeah. Um. So that might be one of the reasons you guys are kind of on opposite sides there. And I do have him in a games cap league. One one um one thing I did that was smart when I grabbed Boucher so early was I actually handcuffed him with Precious uh, later in the draft. So um, you know, at least I don't lose all the value there. But that, that hurts. That's smart. Yeah, but that hurts to lose, you know, a fifth or, uh, or six-round pick to to basically be droppable at this point. Um, but in a gangs cap league, I can just sit him on my bench for a while. Yeah. And hope yeah. he turns it around or or a, or a role, more clear role opens up. But um, all right. So uh, last guy I have on here is Mr. Grayson Allen. Uh, off to a hot start. Obviously, Drew Holiday's been missing some games, but uh, you know, is this a guy we can hang on to all season? Is should I drop him? I've got him in several leagues actually. Um. Oh, look. I think he's one of these fringe guys and he will be a fringe guy all season. So he'll have a week where he's really good and then he'll do nothing for a few games. Um, he'll probably be dropped and then people will pick him up. Um, so look, I mean, he's fine to hold on to at the moment. Um, Drew Holiday's been a bit in and out of the lineup. Um, so, so there, there, there are minutes there. Um, They've got DiVincenzo to come back as well, but he'll be ramped up. He's not just going to jump straight back in and play 30 minutes a night. So, um, yeah, look, I think with with if Allen is is giving you what what you need, which is points and threes, yeah. um, he might get you a steal a game as well. That's fine, but I, I don't think there's sort of a lot of upside there for him to break out and and put up these big stats, but. But he's fine just to have on the end of your bench and until someone else comes along. Cool. So, uh, if you say you, you you have one roster spot to pick up either Boucher or Allen, which guy <laughs> would you pick up? Uh, well, I mean, it would come. A lot of it would come down to to format what, and to, to what you yeah. need. and yeah. to what you need because mm-hmm. they're both they're very different. Very different. Um, if you were in a roto league, I'd probably go with Boucher because. Mm. As you said, you can just leave him on your bench and then 
there might be in two weeks um a chewer precious a chewer might go down with an injury um yeah. scotty barnes could hit a bit of a rookie wall and, and nurse might just be forced to play boucher 26 minutes and then he's a top 50 top 60 player for a week yeah. so yeah. i don't think that'll happen with Allen though I, yeah. I think the best he can be is sort of 100 top top 120 player yeah. um so yeah i mean boucher i think has far more upside so he would be the guy there yeah. I handed you the shovel to just bury Boucher, and you didn't do it. So that's, that's good. To, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah not it. not completely burying him. Yeah, no. Not fantasy, you can't. Uh, so who's your breakout player this season? Who surprised you in the early going, and um, you know, someone that you didn't necessarily weren't necessarily high on to begin with, and you're kind of like, oh, this guy out of nowhere. Um. Yeah. So look, I went I went through some just the rankings. Um. So far, and so for me, it's a guy who I was high on him but not as high as he has been. So through this first, what, we're about a week into the season now, he's actually the number one ranked player okay. <laughs> in fantasy, Miles um, Bridges. Oh, all right. Um, all right. So I was pretty high on him. I have him in pretty much every league that I'm in. Um, and I got him oh, sort of down in the 70s, in down in the 70s or 80s. Uh, and I was pretty confident he could he could meet that at least um but potentially get up in, inside the top 50 i didn't think he'd be the number one ranked <laughs> number one ranked player obviously but um he's looked really good so far um the minutes are there he he can he can do a bit of everything um assists are probably the one category that he doesn't really help you in um but yeah look he, he's been He's been incredible, um, and I'm hoping he can he can keep it up and possibly much, finish in the top 30, uh, best case, I think. Yeah, let me ask you this. How much um, has Terry Rozier kind of been, you know, he's been out of the lineup pretty much yeah. even to start the season. How much does that help Miles Bridges? Is that going to hurt him, quote-unquote, when, when Rozier comes back a little bit, or do you think he kind of maintains – I mean, he's not going to be – He's not going to be number one at the end of the season. I think we can agree on that. But um, no, no. Good. Um. Oh no. Look, I think it, it hurts him a little bit just in in terms of the scoring numbers. Um. He, he's been able to to probably get off more shots than he than he will in in a week or two weeks time when Rosier is back. Um. Other than that, though, I think I think the, what he's doing is is reasonably sustainable. He was really good at the end of last year when the Hornets were at full strength. Um. So. Yeah, look, I, I I'm not too worried about Rosie coming back. Um, he he will have a bit of an impact, um, but not enough that it's sort of going to make me think that he won't won't be the player that I think he can be. So yeah, um, yeah, no, it's been fun. Well, yeah, other, other side here, who's who's been a bust early on that kind of surprised you so far? Oh, look, I think I think it's for me, it's probably Lillard, Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in saying that, uh, it's not going to last. Um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> we know how good we know how good he is. So yeah. I think I've seen. I mean, stats are, are flying all over Twitter. He's t- I think he's two of twenty four from from three points. So Ooh. he's gonna. There's going to be a game probably in the next week where he catches fire and he probably scores fifty. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's probably. I mean, another question we were getting in Discord today was because um, I think in my daily wrap sort of thing, I mentioned that it's a potential opportunity to go and buy low um, on Lillard if you can if you can get a manager who's really frustrated and their team mm. 
has been really bad. Um, the issue, though, I suppose, with with trying to do that with someone like Lillard is he's he's got such a reputation as a as a consistent elite fantasy option that most managers are going to be savvy enough that yeah that they know that he's going to have a, a bad week and then he's going to be really good for a month. So, um, yeah. If you, do, if you do have Lillard out there, please, please don't don't rush into a trade. You better be getting a top, you know, first rounder back for sure. Uh, hopefully a top five, 10 player. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh, and then if you had to guess, uh, Adam, which you know player in fantasy is going to be added and dropped, which the most, the most throughout the year. So, um, you know, end of the bench guy that's just going to continue to come back and pop up on people's end of benches. Who's who do you think that's going to be? Oh, look, I think it, it's as opposed to a certain player. I mean, you could come up with names, but I think it's probably a certain mold of players. And, and I think it is like Grayson Allen. Um, so a player who who doesn't really help you in many categories. Um, it's often a scorer. So someone who who can who you can throw in you in there and they'll get you 16 points and three threes or something like that. So Patty Mills could be another one oh, yeah. um, for the Nets. Um, probably not Duncan Robinson. He he's a guy that sort of fits that mold, but I think he's rostered in most leagues. Yeah. Um, so to be be a guy like that, so just a three point Joe Harris might be another one um, mm-hmm. on the Nets as well. Um, Jordan Wara for the Bucks. Dougie um, McBuckets. Yeah, oh, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> Doug McDermott, yep, he'd be another one. Um, so those guys, but then also someone like a Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, oh yeah. Just those guys that don't, they don't do anything really well, but they do a little bit of everything. Um, so I've got him on a, on a couple of my teams now, but if a if someone sort of hit the waivers that I had my eye on, I wouldn't hesitate in dropping Dorian Finney-Smith. So, yeah, um, they're the sort of the the two sort of molds or, or or types of players that you'll see um, often at the top of the waiver wires, and they'll be on a team for three days, and then um, and then off. Like Seth Curry is another one. Um, I, I managed to get him last night in a league after he was dropped the day before. Um, yeah. And, and and then yesterday he, he went off and had 23 points in the first quarter. So yeah. I'm hoping he, he can, can do repeat that. that. He yeah. can do that, yeah. Yeah, um, we'll have to look at it. And, and make sure you, you jot this down, Mr. Trey. Uh, we'll have to look at, um, you know, Damian Lillard's uh, uh, odds to hit 40 or over points in the coming games here. Uh, if it's like a plus 400 or something, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's not enough. Maybe I'll feel like plus 800. Let's, let's say plus 800. Then we'll go ahead and play some better. I will. I mean, heck, I know we can go off for it. So, I uh, know that's awesome stuff, man. And, and obviously, guys, uh, if you play a lot of fantasy, get that fantasy pass. You know, Adam's excellent. Obviously, Dan's excellent. Um, these guys are, you know, again, uh, you know, accessible there and um, you know during certain time periods, and uh, they'll help you out. They'll help you win your leagues. Um, you know, I've, I've had kind of a middling start here, but I haven't really focused too much. I'm in too many leagues. Six is too many. I should be in like two or three, honestly. I've got just too much going on. But uh, I know Dan Bespris is in like uh, I don't know twenty something leagues or something like that, which is insanity to me. Uh, I would never do something like that. But I guess if you're really into fantasy like that, go for it. <laughs> Uh, but hey guys, let's move on to our BSBP locks for the games today. It's a morning show. Uh, I'm going to actually ping Mr. Bespris this morning, get him to put the show out there for us. But um, player props, parlays, game lines, all of this is good stuff here. 
uh, Mr. Trey, what did you research? What did you like? I'm going back to the three-team Moneyline parlay. It burned me last time, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go again. I've got the Utah Jazz beating the Denver Nuggets. Okay. Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. I like Utah better as a team anyway. Um, I've got the Lakers beating the Spurs. Again, it's just the money line. Uh, I think the Spurs have surprised me with how competitive they've been in their three games, but I, I liked what the Lakers did on offense using Russ as a screener. I like the Lakers to win. And then I've just got the Warriors beating the Thunder. Uh, that's my, that's the one I feel safe. So it's plus 146. Um, so that that's the first bet that I'm putting a unit down on. Okay, so we got the um, Utah Jazz money line, Lakers money line, and Warriors money line at plus 146. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right, fantastic. And uh, I think those are all you know pretty safe, obviously. Um, the Lakers, man, the Lakers have struggled this season. We can we can maybe talk about that a little bit on the weekend show. But uh, if they continue to, they might turn it around. I know I, my brother is have- texting me. The right. last game, they they really used a Russell as a screener instead of yeah. having the ball, and they used yeah. him in that that short role, like that Draymond Green, where Draymond would set the screen and then roll. And getting Russell downhill in a four on three, that's about as good as you can get when it comes to Russell Westbrook. So I that and again, I I wasn't high on the Spurs coming into the season, so I I just I kind of have faith in if nothing else, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, guys, don't don't bet against teams that have just too much talent that they're, they're going to turn it around. I had my brother texting me uh, last night, I think it was, or maybe it was the night before, but he was my other brother, not, not brother Brandon, brother Sean. Maybe we'll get him on the show sometime. But uh, he was saying, man, the Lakers suck. I'm like, dude, it's so early. They're still figuring this out. Um, yeah, I like the Westbrook screening for LeBron. Uh uh, you know that that set there that makes a lot more sense to me than what they were doing. Um, and, I, and I'm hoping still that you know Mr. Westbrook uh, <laughs> and I put this on Twitter. I think they should honestly just put like sit Westbrook in against teams over 500 and then sit like LeBron or AD against teams under 500 and let let, let Westbrook go crazy. Let him more average a, a quadruple double or whatever it is. I mean, uh, it, it's just strange to have the, that pairing there. But again, they're just too talented that they won't not figure it out. But anyways, you said you have another one. Go ahead. All right, uh, Adam, you, this one's more your more your lane, so I think you'll like this one. Uh, you'll have to let me know. Jalen Green, at least 25 points, rebounds, and assists tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. So between points, rebounds, and assists, they have to add up to at least 25, and it's plus 144 odds. They're going against Dallas. I think he had his coming out party last game where he had 30 and, you know, just the outrageous numbers. I don't think he scores quite that many, but between he gets three rebounds, three assists a game so far. It's still early. I know small sample size, but I I like Jalen Green to have a good game against Dallas. Yeah, I was watching that game last night. Um, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Adam. But, yeah, the, um, Mr. Jalen Green was on fire, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Adam, any thoughts on Mr. Jalen Green? Uh, no, look, I think that's probably reasonably safe. Um, I, I think, yeah, I mean, his scoring's going to be up and down. We, we've seen that. Um, but he's going to be out on the court, and, and he's going to get better as he as he works his way through the season. And, um yeah, no, look, I think I think over 25 is probably pretty reasonable. Yeah, and uh, and a little gambler 101 here. And again, I know, again, I know Adam's a little bit of a newbie, but uh, that odds, the odds there are what make that that kind of sexy because it's. I, I was getting ready to point this, yeah. the same thing. So, like in a normal bet, Adam, it's a 
like the, with the spread, the the odds normally like minus 110 is kind of yeah. considered the, the average. So you'd have to bet $110 to win 100. So if something's reasonably, you know, reasonably uh, reasonable, if it's a reasonable uh, target and it's plus odds and it's plus 144, that's, yeah, I'd say that's a pretty, pretty decent bet. I've got a couple here too. I'm going to go ahead and jump the gun here and get mine out there. Uh, I was able to find Keldon Johnson over 16.5 points at minus 101. So basically one to one odds. So I'm putting one unit to win one unit. Uh, Scored 27 and 20 points in the last two and, and he fared fairly well against the Lakers last season. He's obviously the go-to guy for the Spurs. He got up 18 shots in the last two games. Uh, both those games, he got up 18 shots. And he hit it at a really nice clip. So we might see a little bit of regression there. Uh, he's, I think he was shooting like 55% or something like that over those two games. Um, obviously, he's not going to be that good. But if we saw, even if we see a little bit of regression, I think 17 points is easily doable. And uh, honestly, the Lakers haven't been a great defensive team to start the season. They're 25th in defensive ranking uh, rating, I'm sorry, uh, on the season so far. It's early in the season, obviously. I'm not, again, this, these are talented players. I'm not taking a whole lot of stock in that. But they've struggled with you know, all these new bodies in there trying to figure out on defense. So I've got Kelvin Johnson. Over 16.5 points at minus 101. And then the other one I like, and I hope I'm, steal, I'm not stealing Mr. Adams' plays because I jumped the gun, but uh, Nuggets and Jazz over 219.5 total points. And I think you mentioned it, um, uh, Trey, is that, uh, you know, you think Utah Jazz are going to really come out here and, and show the Nuggets what's for. Um, I think that uh, I was looking at the Nuggets. Uh, they shoot 45 to 50 three-pointers a game. They just shoot. T- so there's a lot of variance there in their scoring, and they haven't really had that game where they hit, you know, at a 45% clip, which is coming. And when they hit those games, they're just, they're unbeatable. Um, and I think it, it, it can happen here. They're at the, they're in Utah. They're not at, in Denver. So uh, this is really me betting on the Jazz really going off. In two out of three of their games last season, the Nuggets and Jazz, they went over uh, this total. Uh, there was one that was just slightly under. So, you know, uh, it's it's plus 100, and I found this on Bet Online. So I'm doing one unit to win one unit on that one. I think it's definitely doable. I uh, just need the Jazz to hit some three pointers, basically. That's my 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 thinking there. And I think the Nuggets are just they're solid on offense. They're going to still score over 100. So, uh, Mr. Adam, what do you got for us? You, you, you find anything good uh, while you're looking around out there? No, look, I think because I know an issue here with uh, with us, and I and I hear it from some of my friends that do bet is we we can't access a lot of your sites. Oh. Um, so I can get onto the MyBookie um site and I can see, but there's only two games up there, and um, but I can't. You sent me another link, which was the um, yeah, uh, Bet Online. Mm. AG one and it it flashes a big red sign uh, and says, yeah. <laughs> says I can't get in. Um, but I know like when my guys are my mates ask me questions, it's it's normally along the lines of like with that Jalen Green one. So will this will this player get a certain amount of points, rebounds, and assists, right. or yeah. over a certain number of threes, that sort right. of thing? Um, I, I tend to be okay when I. When I hit them, but I think your Jazz one um, could be right on. Like I think the the Nuggets were really bad last night, um, yeah. <laughs> really bad. And Michael Porter needs to get going. Um, yes, he does. I I hope because I have him in a lot of teams. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and yeah, look look, I just think that um, that's probably a a pretty good bet. Um, as you said, I, I know their their games are generally pretty high scoring, um, and both teams will be up for it. They've got a bit of a rivalry 
as yeah. well. So I think I think while it's not a, a sort of super important game in the whole scheme of things, um, they're probably two teams that are going to be up in the top four come playoffs. Um, and so it, it's always good to get a bit of a mental advantage there. Yeah, um, yeah, and I just, yeah, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a good game too. So I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that one. But um, all right, guys, that's it. That's gonna do it for us this morning. I'm gonna get this stuff out here to you guys, so you guys can go ahead and, and ride these plays. Adam, and thank you so much for joining us early, early in the morning. I guess it's late at night for you, but uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us, and I hope you had fun, man. I hope you come on again. <laughs> yeah, no, look, it was good. As I said, it's, it's nice to, to do something late at night and not have to get up at like you have and get up at, at six in the morning. Um, I do have to get up at six in the morning to do a podcast with Dan, but uh, um, just blow him off. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Uh, well, yeah, maybe I should. I'll tell him you told me that. And yeah. Then, um, no, no, no. Look, it's been good. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to come back on, and and if I know I'm coming back on, then I'll probably keep an eye on the betting side of things a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you're uh, gonna do those player props, which is what I'm trying to do for uh, for hoop ball. So uh, maybe you can help me out on that side too. But uh, guys, if you're out there listening, take two minutes, give us a review. I'm Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at at bspp Keith. That's uh, at at bspp Keith. Trey, where can people find you? I am at final finally. And Adam, where can the good folks find you? Uh, I am at Adam King ninety one. All right, guys, and don't forget to follow the show's Twitter account at at BSBP underscore NBA. Let's get out there and cash some good money.